Hey man, episode two, we are back for another episode of Trust Me You're Wrong. Yeah, I'm a little hyped up today. First episode got got some feedback, some nice feedback, you know, you start where you can. I love all the support that I got from my friends and family that reposted my stuff on Instagram. I appreciate y'all. But we're gonna get we're gonna get into it today. Whew. Today we are talking about what is wrong with the Lakers. Not necessarily what's wrong with the Lakers, but what's up with them. Alright, man. This is my team. This is my team since I can remember. Like I was born a Laker fan. <clears throat> Y'all gotta excuse me, I'm still a little sick. <clears throat> but we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. A lot a lot of people have been talking about the Lakers and them trading away all this young talent. And I feel I feel a, a certain type of way about it. But let's take a look a, a deeper look into it. Um right now I'm gonna list you a handful of players that they traded away for one reason or another. Kyle Kuzma, Avisa Zubox, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Contavious Caldwell Pope. And this one is a lot of people don't know. DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter plays for the Atlanta Hawks. And on draft night, the Lakers traded away his rights. Now, let's go look. And we keep everything real time. So let's go look and see what that transaction was because I actually really want to know. I know he was supposed to be a Laker, but I don't know what we traded away to give to give him away. Let's see. What did we get? Was he involved in the Yep. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. Of course, he was a part of the the Anthony Davis trade. See. Alright. Boom. Starting with Kyle Kuzma. He was a good player. It's just he was a young player wanting to get his 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 shots up. And what the Lakers needed for him back in 2020 and 2021 was not what he was trying to do. So they put him in the trade package to get Russ over here. Which, I'm a Russ fanatic, so ain't nothing wrong with that. Avisa Subash, I mean, that's hit or miss. It, it looks pretty bad now because he's a starting center literally across the hallway with the Clippers, who he ironically just had 31 and 29. 31 and 29 with three blocks, shooting 80% from the field. I'm sorry, but like. That would have been nice to have right next to Anthony Davis since Anthony Davis doesn't like to play the the five. That would have been a perfect player to have right next to him, take away a lot of 
quote-unquote defensive mess-ups from Anthony Davis, but it just allows him to play the four where he actually wants to play. But to be honest, I like Anthony Davis where he is right now, but we'll we'll talk about Anthony Davis in a minute. Brandon Ingram. Yeah, me and my homeboy Ralph already know about him. You know, we already we already have a specific way about him. I'm gonna have to do a player profile just on him. But Brandon Ingram is that dude. He's slow. That's mm, I ain't gonna say too much on that because I'm a I'm a. That's when the that's when the series is really gonna jump off. That's when this podcast is really gonna jump off because I got some. Interesting words I want to share about Brandon Ingram, the Pelicans, and Zion Williamson. So I'm going to leave that alone. Josh Hart is overrated to me. He is a 6'11 power forward and a 6'5 guard's body. All he all he can do is really rebound and play defense. He's not really a shooter. He can drive, but like who else can't drive in the league? KCP is a championship-level piece that any team will have. Just look at the Denver Nuggets. Let's go look at what KCP is doing. His numbers probably ain't, isn't going to show up like that. But you know what you get with KCP. Don't let that. Don't let the 2020 finals fool you when he was airballing and stuff like that. Don't. Him and Danny Green. Don't let, don't let that fool you. Let's see. So he's averaging 11.8 points per game. What is he shooting? He's shooting a career-high 49% from the three. Does it surprise me? <coughs> Excuse me. That does not surprise me. Let's see. Let's take a see. This is where a lot of people don't understand basketball. Let's go look at his plus-minus. Mm, 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 mm. Where is the plus-minus? Where is the plus-minus? Where is the plus-minus? seeing a plus minus any issues I have I'm blaming basketballreference.com I don't care if basketball reference hears this cut me a deal oh I don't I don't want to have to pay for the other versions of this of this website I want my own and I should be able to get that just because you know I'm be on here talking a lot of crap on here man I'm excited about this podcast I'm breaking all the fourth walls. I don't care. I'm talking to the fans. Everybody that, that watch over there, shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. This is just the beginning. Two months from now, I'm going to have such and such amount of followers, and this is going to be like, man, I started from six listens to 600 listens. Like, we're going to keep going. Man, forget it. I'm keeping everything live, so I can't find this plus minus, but... Contavious Carwell Pope is one of those players where you have to pay attention to what he... You have to watch him. You can't just look at his stats because his stats ain't going to always be there. He's averaging 11.8, but, like, he's played all 18 games. He started all 18 games. He's averaging 32 minutes per game, so he's out there playing. He's playing. You know he's going to contribute defense. That's just a solid player overall. So with with excuse me. 
<clears throat> with that being said, the reason why the Lakers, <coughs> goodness gracious, hold on, give me a sec. I'm leaving, all, like I said, I'm leaving all this in. Lakers have to make all these trades is because of look at the market. Look at them look at the look at the team market that they're in. They're in LA. They're with the Lakers. Historically, not too many seasons of the Lakers being bad. Those fans don't those fans are spoiled. You got the early Lakers when they got when they had Jerry West and Will Chamberlain. They won there was a season in there when they won 33 games in a row. And then you get down to the '80s when you you get a a, a franchise a franchise uh, ascending player as in Magic Johnson. You get spoiled with him. You have Kareem. You have James Worthy, Michael Cooper. All these players. Byron Scott. You get to the '90s. You get Shaq. You draft Kobe. That's towards like that's towards like the end of the of the of the nineties, probably like ninety five, ninety six, something like that, something around there. You get them, you're told that this is the next best duo, which it was, and still is the one of the greatest. Nah, in my opinion, even though I'm a diehard Lakers fan, that is if you're just looking at it as a basketball standpoint, that's probably the the greatest duo of all time. You can. I, I'm sorry, but find me a duo that can guard Shaq and Kobe. Not stop them, but guard them. There's nobody that can guard Shaq. And in my eyes, I don't really see who could really guard Kobe. Michael Jordan can't guard him. I'll talk about Michael Jordan in in, in a later episode. People already, you know, a lot of my homeboys really know how I feel about Michael Jordan. But then you get to the early 2000s, and they just... They just put a chokehold on the league for like four, five years, six years, maybe. So the Laker fans have been spoiled. They have to stay competitive. They have to stay winning. You saw what happened in 2013, 2014, when Kobe was dealing with the Achilles. We was putting out lineups of Kendall Marshall, Jody Meeks, Ryan Kelly, uh, Robert Sacre, like these are piss poor players. Like, don't get me wrong, they'll probably they'll, they will absolutely sauce me up on the court. Like me personally, but like in the standards of like NBA players, my man, that ain't it. So the fans continuously like, hey, we don't know what this losing stuff is. Y'all better make some make something happen. Make something happen. So then, oh my gosh. Traded away D'Angelo Russell. Anyways, I'm, I'll leave that alone. I didn't even add him on the list. I, he was probably the first player, first young player the Lakers had in their rebuild. Well, quote-unquote rebuild. Lakers are never rebuilding. They're just waiting for a disgruntled superstar to want to get to L.A. But... He was probably the first young player they had 
that started the downfall of, eh, I don't really want young players. Let's just trade them away. Let's get somebody. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like the Lakers need to understand that they're just like any other franchise. You have time. Like, look at the Spurs right now. The Spurs are dog water. Absolute dog water. I don't see what direction they're going in. I don't see I don't see I don't I don't like any of the young talent that they have. I don't like Kendall Johnson, to be honest with you. Kendall Johnson is worse than when Kendall Johnson made the US team. He won gold medal. That's worse than when Anthony Davis won gold medal in 2012 and he didn't even play. Kendall Johnson, I'm not a big fan of Kendall Johnson. I don't know what he can do on the court. He could probably he could still sauce me up on the court, but personally, I don't I don't really like him. His numbers are probably there because like it's the Spurs right now. Like somebody got to score. They don't really have a good center to me. I don't really like their point guard. Trey Jones is garbage. I really like Duke, Rock Chalk, Jayhawk. But, like, the Lakers just need to realize that they are just like any other franchise. They go through downfalls. But the crazy thing is, they can't even go through a downfall this year. Because if they really, really, really want to, like, if they suck, their pick is already going to New Orleans from the AD trade. And New Orleans is already back good. So basically, the Lakers have to make the playoffs or have to have a good record because regardless of the fact, their their first round pick this year is not theirs. So let's say let's let's look at the let's look at the standards right now. Keep everything live. I don't care. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go to NBA.com. Keep everything live. I do not care. Team no edits. We are not editing this podcast unless like the police come and I got to take that part out. Even that, that's going to make up for great TV. So the Lakers are seven and 11. There are two teams in the Western conference worse than us, the Spurs and the Rockets. The Rockets aren't even trying to win in the East. Who has a worse record than us? Charlotte at six and 14, Orlando at five and 15, Detroit at five and seventeen. All right, so that is one, two, three, four. Only five teams worse than us. If we don't make the playoffs, we have to give our pickup to New Orleans, and then that just gives them a chance, which it's highly unlikely that the NBA. I think the NBA would step in on their own and make sure that this doesn't happen, but. Victor Wimingama is coming right up to, and that monster right there, that's the 7-3 beast who is literally a once-in-a-lifetime generational talent. But, like, let's just say, like, the Lakers do get the number one pick. That's New Orleans. Now New Orleans is flexible with, do we want to draft him and say, let's forget Zion, or do we ask for probably the biggest haul for a number one draft pick like ever like imagine 
Like, all right, I'm gonna set up the scenario for you. So imagine we get to draft night. The Lakers already have the number one overall pick. They've already done the the lottery weeks before. It's already been known. It's not the Lakers pick. They're picking for the New Orleans Pelicans. Imagine what the Pelicans can get back for Victor Wimanyama. They could ask for five first-round picks, trade exceptions, and two players. Like they can, pro- they can honestly, they could probably go to the Clippers and be like, "Give me Paul George, Marcus Morris, and Luke Kennard, and two first-round picks." And the Clippers would probably be like, "All right." But like, why would you trade away a, a generation of talent like that? But that's besides the point. The Lakers need to win. The Lakers need to. They're seven and eleven right now. They started the season off zero and five. Zero and five. What are they in their last ten? They're dead even in the last ten. They've won their last two games. So I'm not worried. Any team with LeBron, in my opinion, has a fighting chance to make the playoffs. Even though we've seen LeBron not make the playoffs before. Um. But I just think any team with LeBron has a fighting chance. Getting back on to the Lakers. Jeannie Buss, your father is gone. Go ahead and sh- and sell that that uh that share that you got with the Lakers. Sh- give it to LeBron. Give it to whoever wants to buy it. Michael B. Jordan. I don't care. Uh, Denzel Washington. Whoever looking to buy the Lakers. Or- once a part in the Lakers. I don't want you in the office no more. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. Like, your father was a genius. Your your father brought Shaq. Your father saw Kobe. Like, your father did all this stuff. He signed Robert Ory. Like, God, I'm pretty sure he's the reason the team is in L.A. right now instead of Minneapolis. Like, get out of here. You're done. I'm good. Find a new person. Rob Palenka, the general manager of the Lakers. Sir, you just don't look like a trustworthy person. You look like you still quarters from your homeboys. Like, I don't trust. I wouldn't trust you with a stack of notebook paper. You would probably steal the paper. Like, I don't trust this man. Magic Johnson tried to tell us back in like 2018, 2019 he was undermining him. Magic was supposed to Magic was supposed to, you know, I don't even know what position Magic had. He was probably just the face if you're being honest. He he really was just the face. That's what That was the first issue. And Rob Palenka, I, I just don't trust. I don't like he lies. There's a, There was a story one time where him and uh, Col- Kobe saw, uh, I think it was a, a, a Batman movie. And Kobe saw the movie, wanted to get, he said that Kobe saw the movie, wanted to get in touch with the actor. I don't, I don't care for movies, so I don't really know the actor. But it came out that the act, like the movie came out like years between this conversation or, or after or before or something like Like the man's just a liar. So I don't really trust that man. And I don't really like his hair. And I don't like his last name. That's just me though. 
moving on. Russ is more than likely going to get traded. Not because he's playing bad. This is the issue I have with the Lakers. They, they, they sign Russ. We need you to be our third star, our third star. But go stand in the corner. But here comes Russ. I have never played in the corner ever. Not in Washington. Not in Houston. Not in OKC. Not on the Olympic team. Not in the All-Star game. Not at UCLA. Not in high school. (coughs) You're asking a ball-dominant player to go stand in in the corner and be Contavious Caldwell Pope, essentially. That's not him. But look what happens when you give Russ the ball. Hmm. Let's go look up his stats. Let's keep everything live. Let's go look at Russ's stats. All praise to the most high. Just don't forget that. Thank you, Lord. All right. This year... Russell Westbrook is averaging 14.8 points per game. That's not surprising since he's coming off the bench now. He's only started three games, played 20 of them. He is averaging 7.4 assists with 5.2 rebounds, shooting 72% from the field. What's his threes? 30% from three. That's not that bad. He's, He's around... A low, I've seen, I'm looking on here, he's been a high 20s, low 30s for his career, so this doesn't surprise me. He's making at least one three a game, so that's good. He's shooting 39% from the field. I don't really like that. He's literally, literally has been 40 his whole career besides his rookie year, which was at 39%, so that's basically 40 but Russ is playing well. He's probably the if you I don't even I'm not even a better. But if you look at the odds, he's probably has probably has the top odds for six men of the year. It's him and John Wall right now. By the trade deadline, mark my words, by the trade deadline, they gonna do something with him. If it's trade him for that original piece of Buddy Hill and Miles Turner, which would probably help the Lakers. Or if they trade him to Miami, because I still think Tyler Hero is pissed off that he doesn't start. Let's look. Let's, mm, we squirreling around. Let's go look at Tyler Hero real quick. Tyler Hero. He just had a triple double last night, but it was it was like on a Draymond Green. It was like. 11, 10, and 11. Even Draymond had 19 last night. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Tyler Hero is starting. That's hilarious. He's averaging 18 this year after averaging 20. Let's see. What's his attempts? Less shots, less makes. Last year, he was 44% from the field on seven makes and 17 attempts. He probably took the most attempts on the team this year's 6.5 makes on 15 attempts so you know he might be a little disgruntled bradley bill might be a little disgruntled uh they might want to work a deal for mike conley 
Uh, that's a decent point guard, even though he is overrated as can be. Quick little just blow up on Mike Conley. This man, if you've been paying attention to basketball, they've been making Mike Conley the most underrated point guard in the league since this man got into the league. Finally makes an all-star team after his 13th year in the league. All right. And he was an injury replacement. Lord have mercy. Oh, my gosh. How you going to be an injury replacement? Mike Conley's not that good to me, but whatever. But, yeah, they might trade Russ. I don't know what other deals are out there for Russ. You can probably get Terry Rozier over here. But if I'm the Lakers, I want Miles Bridges in that deal as well. Give me Miles Bridges and Terry Rozier. And we'll give you Russell Westbrook just straight up. No picks. I don't want to trade no picks. Lakers don't have no picks. I don't want to give up no picks. We could do that. Uh, we can probably get Gordon Hayward in here. If his legs work, he's out with a leg or knee injury right now. He's out indefinitely. <coughs> Excuse me. That's pretty bad right now, so. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Thank you for being on the court. My biggest issue with Anthony Davis is not his shot selection, not how many threes he takes per game, not where he, you know, his defensive liability. He's never been that. He's literally, first of all, this man's middle name is Marshawn. Anyways, Anthony Davis right now, he's Started 16, played 16. I don't know how many games. How many? Uh, let me go back. How many games total have we have we played this year? 22 games. All right, so it's, that's not that bad. Last year he played 40 games. That's like half the season he missed. The biggest thing with Anthony Davis is him actually being on the court. We need him to be on the court because when he's on the court. His last five games, he's averaging 33.5 points per game, 17.6 rebounds per game. Two blocks, two steals. No, I'm sorry. Two steals, almost three blocks per game, 2.6. He's shooting 89% from the free throw line, which is great. Mid-60s, 64% field goal percentage, which is great. He has a plus minus. Huh. I was able to find his plus minus, but not KCP's. That's hilarious. He has a plus minus of 13.2. I am a basketball nerd for all the basketball nerds. Shout out the Watson brothers. They already know about this. That plus minus is a big deal. That can you can if you if you aren't watching a game and you look at someone's plus minus, you can see how they're affecting the game. It's a a small sample size, but of course you have to look at the game. But if you're not watching the game, you're looking at the box score. And if he has a plus minus of 13.2, that's pretty good. This is a stat that I'm actually going to pull up to read the definition. I'm sorry, the definition. NBA game score 
stat. All right, I'm gonna read that out to you before. I'm gonna read that off. I'm gonna read the definition of that before I give you Anthony Davis's uh, game score. Game score was created by John Hollinger, okay, to give a rough measurement of players' productivity for a single game. The scale is similar to that of points scored. 40 is a, an outstanding performance. 10 is an average performance. Over the last five games, Anthony Davis's game score has been 33.1. All right? They just said that 40 is an outstanding performance. Let's look at... You know, I can I'll do that some other time. But as you can, as as I said before, his game score is out of control. All right, we can look at let's look at NBA players right now for their game scores. Luca leads the league at twenty six point eight. Stephen Curry is twenty five point nine. Shea Gilgis Alexander most improved is twenty five. Anthony Davis at number four is. At 24.3, he's in the top five of game scores. His last five is 33.1. He has to be on the court. That has been his biggest issue since he's got to L.A. He just can't stay on the court. He's supposed to take the reins of LeBron at this point. LeBron's supposed to be in the post right now. All his Kobe stuff, like turn away, fade away, drop steps, reverse pivots, inside leg, outside leg, drops. Like, he's supposed to be like low key. He's supposed to be like 2009 to 2013 Kobe right now. All in the post, mid post, pinch post, short corner, like free throw line extended. Like, that's where LeBron is supposed to be right now. But LeBron, I bet you, let's look at, we finna get out of here, but, like, let's let's look at LeBron's usage rate right now. Keep everything live. I know y'all hear the typing. That man's middle name is Ramon. <laughs> Ramon. <laughs> old name. Right, you can fix a breaker. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We go to advanced stats. I don't know nothing about advanced stats. LeBron James has a usage rate this year of 32.8. Bruh. Come on. All right. Now let's look at NBA. Usage rate rankings. Let's look at that. Keep everything live. That's not, that's not a. Giannis right now leads the league with 39.1 percentage on that usage rate. That means 39% of the time the ball is. Near him, in his hand, pick and roll, pick and pop, slip screens, 
back picks, like anything involving him and that ball, that's him. Next after that is Yuka, Yuka, Luka Dantich with 37.6. Where's LeBron? LeBron has to be on here somewhere. He has to be on here somewhere. He's not on this list. He's not in the top 10. AD and Russ are, are in the top 10 right now. Where, where, where LeBron at? Where LeBron at? Where LeBron at? I don't see him. Jalen, excuse me. Why is Jalen Green's usage rate so high? I mean, it's it's Houston. Ain't nobody else to play. My predictions for the Lakers, I think we are a play-in team. I think we squeeze into the play-in. I think Russ gets traded. I still think he gets traded. But it's not... the, The Lakers don't have the luxury of trading him and 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 still being good. Like if they trade him, they have to trade him for a good piece. Like Buddy Hill, Miles Turner, Terry Rogier, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rogier, Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges, Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rogier, like whatever combination. Uh who else is out there that might want to leave? Bradley Bill might want to bounce. Zach Levine has been getting eyed by the Mavericks, so we might want Zach Levine. Like, you never know. But once again, I just think that my predictions of the Lakers, I think we'll still I think we're good. I think we're good right now. We're top ten defense. <coughs> Excuse me. We're top ten defense, so I'm not scared. As long as we can Stop the other team from scoring. We should be good. We just have to put the ball in the basket. Easier said than none, but I think we should be good. It's time to tell. But uh, this has been another episode of Trust Me or Wrong. Hey, man. We're only going up from I told you when I posted that that post on Instagram, my very first episode was out. This 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 podcast game is mine. I don't even have a mic right now. I'm recording on my phone. Like it's mine now. Wait till I get a mic. Wait till I get this YouTube channel set up. Wait till I see I ain't even supposed to be speaking on that. Wait till I get all this set up. It's over. Alright? Y'all be blessed, man. Y'all y'all keep fighting out there. I know times are tough right now. It it costs so much to live right now. Like, I know y'all seen apartments, 1700 for half a bedroom. Like, come on. I found out I found out a month ago that apartments used to be six hundred dollars. I would have had two. Goodness gracious, but all right, man. I'm I'm about to get out of here, about to edit this, try to get this up as soon as possible so I can just keep growing my community. Y'all keep sharing my podcast. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at 816.cursee, K-E-R-S-E-E, if you want to, you know, get your voice across, if you, if you want to share an opinion, if you want me to talk about something. Honestly, if if you want to just hop in my DMs and yell at me about something basketball, I got time. I'm not famous. I got time. I see all my DMs. 
I will argue with you back. And shoot, I might even call you up and put you up on the episode if you're feeling like that. But, you know, y'all keep y'all keep uh, telling people about my podcast. I really appreciate everybody. Keep keep listening. Keep the thumbs up. Keep just tell me feedback, any of that. It is, I appreciate all the love and support. Once again, all praise to the most high. I appreciate everybody for the support and I'm out, man. Peace.